Welcome to Neon City, where the lights are bright but darkness looms. Where Detective Jack Tracer spends his evenings investigating the strange, eerie, and unknown. What secrets lay hidden just beyond the street lamps? Find out on Neon Nights, the arcane files of Jack Tracer. When we last left our story, Mr. S was racing to create a convincing costume for Jack after the hasty killing of Captain Quinn. But will a simple gas mask and coat be enough to deceive the discerning eye of Max McQueen? Find out in part three of Jack's Odyssey. I shouldn't have been surprised. With my luck, of course McQueen would happen along just as we were putting our plan into action. I just had to hope that the voice modulator and the black jacket mask would be enough to convince McQueen that I was Clifford Quinn. Captain Quinn, I hadn't expect to see you here so early. Well, sir, Project Ares is too important. I wanted to be sure I was prepared. I'm glad to see you finally taking some initiative, Captain. You know, I had been considering replacing you with Hagato here. That is, if I could ever convince her to wear the black jacket uniform. You know how I feel about uniforms. And besides, the Captain here is far better at dealing with the public than I am. Yes, yes, not to worry. You're far more useful to me as a free agent. Now, Captain, I assume you've already briefed your most elite men... Today is the day we've been preparing for, and I'm not about to fail because some bumbling cops couldn't do their jobs. Mr. McQueen, with all due respect, the Black Jackets are not your average cops. You know that, or you wouldn't have put us in charge. Ah, quite right, Captain. I hope your confidence in your men is well placed. Now, if you'll excuse me, I must make final preparations. I will see you on board the Icarus in an hour. At which time... We shall open a new chapter in the legacy of Maximilian Magnus McQueen. And the two of you will get a front row seat to the show. (laughs) What's so funny? You don't find all of this terribly amusing? No, no, I really don't. Would you mind becoming... Visible? I don't like talking to the air. Why are you so upset, Jack? You did fantastically. I was a bit worried when you called him out, but he seemed to buy it. I've had a lot of experience going to cover lately. Ah, so your time here hasn't been a complete waste. Let's just get what we need and get out. The run-in with McQueen had put me on edge. It seemed that everything in the city was conspiring to keep me from making it home. But he was right about one thing. I had seemed to fool McQueen. 
that had given me a little bit of hope. Now, Akuto seemed to be still working her own angle. Maybe Max was just too self-absorbed to notice things were turning against him. Or maybe I just had too much faith that we could beat him. Now, remember, you're a black jacket. That means you need to walk and talk the part. Shouldn't be hard. I've seen how they work. I'm not so sure you- Excuse me, sir. Did I just hear you call Max McQueen a madman? I stand corrected. Come on, the Icarus is up ahead. You should turn your protector thing on. Of course. Now, get on board and we can gain access to the machine. I don't know the plan. Shut up. Here we go. Captain Quinn, sir. The armory has been loaded into the Icarus. Four dozen energy blasters, five dozen automatic rifles, five dozen sets of body armor. Grenades and trip mines as well. As requested. Never be too careful. Who knows what we'll find when we get out there. Sir, should I assemble the map? Yes. Have them ready in 15 minutes. And then a second late. Of course, sir. They'll assemble in the main chamber in exactly 15 minutes. Good, good. You know what? Make it ten minutes. Today is not the day to take our time with anything. Of course, sir. Ten minutes. That was very well done. Whisper in my ear again, and I'll shoot the air next to me and blame it on misfire. You wouldn't risk the plan. Now, we have ten minutes while the blackjackets are preparing for your big speech. We need to find out where McQueen is keeping his machine. And you know how to use it to get me back home. As I said, every reality has a set of coordinates. More like energy patterns. For McQueen to open the door to a world, he needs to lock onto that world's energy pattern. I've spent countless millennia traveling these worlds. Yes, I will be able to use the machine to send you home. Now, get moving. What am I even looking for? I don't know, Jack. You're the detective. You tell me. Huh. Right. Lately, I felt more like a hired thug than a detective. You can complain about your compromised morality at another time. Now, how should we go about finding this machine? McQueen is likely to have it stored in the most heavily secured section of Icarus. Last time I was on here, I didn't get much of a look around, but Max's chamber is near the front of the ship. I guess we can keep anything important nearby. Then let's get moving. With that, we made our way through the airship. More than once, I was stopped by blackjackers looking for information from their superior officer. Luckily for me, I had become a lot better working undercover since landing in this place. It was actually a bit scary how easy it was for me to slip into character of Clifford Quinn. I was able to shrug off any questions I didn't know the answers to, and we quickly made our way to the front of the airship. The doors in Max's chamber weren't hard to miss, and the letters M.M. were engraved in large letters across the metal doors. What are you waiting for? Go inside. Max wouldn't be so stupid as to leave anything laying around in there. But, he'd want it close by. Alright. So where should we be looking? Somewhere he wouldn't expect anybody to look. That doesn't narrow it down much. I didn't see much in the way of security on the way here. 
I guess Max is too concerned about breaking into something that's hundreds of feet in the air. How does that help? Well, every other door on the ship has been made of wood except for two. The door to Max's room, and the door there. The one that says, Supply Closet? Makes sense. He went nearby, but not as obvious as the middle of his room. A guy like him wants to look powerful, but he wouldn't want anyone to see where the power comes from. Ah, you see, when we I- We don't have time for one of your, when I was evil monster speeches. Come on. If someone catches you, we're done. Fine. I dropped the keys, and they seemed to vanish before my eyes. At that same moment, two black jackets came around the corner. I couldn't tell for sure, but I thought that one of them was the black jacket I had spoken to when I boarded the Icarus. If they had seen me drop the keys or heard me talking to the air, they didn't say anything. This wasn't the plan. I was this close to the machine. I could take these two mooks out and be home in time for happy hour at the Smoky Cat. But I couldn't risk it. I had been through too much to blow it now. Captain, the troops are standing by. Good. Good, good. I, uh... I was looking for Max. Is he boarded yet? He should be aboard shortly, sir. I'm sure he'll want to speak to the man before we disembark. Alright. Let's go see if these guys are really the best that Neon City has to offer. You'll be pleased to know that our recent recruitment efforts have been successful. We have twice as many black jackets than originally planned. All highly trained, as ordered by Mr. Cooper. Max should be happy with that. You know Max is never happy. Watch yourself, soldier. I don't want to hear you making remarks like that about Max McQueen again. Do you understand? Of course. I'm sorry, sir. Hello, listeners. Will Snyder here of Neon Knights, the Arcane Files of Jack Tracer. And it's time once again for our audio drama spotlight. This time, we are once again taking a look at In Her Burning... Here is Sin Ribbon to tell you all about it. Hi everyone, Sin Ribbon here. I'm the creator of the dark fantasy audio drama, In Her Burning, A Surreal Diary. The story takes place in an isolated dystopian world where a teenager named Aerith, whom I also voice, has been chosen for polishing. A ritualistic surgery that erases one's irises so the individual may see enigmatic and elusive creatures known as the Volucris. These strange entities live in an alternate realm only visible to the polished, and Aerith discovers a new haunting reality after her procedure that warps light into darkness and reveals hidden secrets about the world. I hope you'll check it out. The show is available on all the major platforms, iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, but you can find everything on my website, universe.vision. You can also find me on Instagram and Twitter with the at Ribbon handle as well. Hey 
And if you would like to be on a future audio drama spotlight, send us an email at neonnightspodcast at gmail.com or send us a direct message on Twitter. And now back to Neon Knights, the arcane files of Jack Tracer. I followed the Black Jackets back through the airship, leaving Mr. S behind. I certainly didn't trust him alone, but I didn't have a choice. My performance as Clifford Quinn was convincing enough that the Black Jacket kept his mouth shut for the entire walk. His partner, who had yet to say a word, also stayed quiet. Eventually, we entered a large, open space somewhere near the middle of the ship. Filling this space was no fewer than 50 heavily armed black jackets, and surrounding them, hundreds of grinning Danny boys. I hadn't seen them before. I wondered if Max kept them working behind the scenes. I know it would be hard for me to work on this ship every day if I also had to look at those empty, grinning mugs. I gotta say, it was an impressive sight. Like rows of toy soldiers all standing at attention. My two escorts took their place in the group and everyone turned to look at me, expecting me to speak. But before I could get a word out, Max strode into the room. There is nothing I like more than the sight of orderly lines of men waiting to do my bidding. Before Captain Quinn gives you each your orders, I wanted to say a few words. As many of you know, Project Ares is the most important endeavor that McQueen Mechanization has ever undertaken. The road to this point has not been an easy one. Time after time, we have been attacked by those who do not wish to see our world enter a new better age. We have been called monsters, murderers, thugs, and oppressors. But we always knew, didn't we? We always knew that our goals were beyond the imaginations of those idiot individuals of lesser class. Where they see terror, we see technology. Where they have fear, we have fortitude. Where they shrink away from progress, we fight Ever forward! Each and every one of you is important for our mission. Each and every one of you will taste the glory that we shall achieve. With Project Ares, there is no limit to what we will be able to do. McQueen Mechanization will no longer be the greatest company in Neon City, or even the greatest company in this world. We will be the greatest company in all worlds. We will share what we know with every civilization we encounter. And in turn, they will kneel before us as gods. As I said, the journey to this point has been fraught with obstacles. We have lost many brave and dedicated men and women. My longtime friend and colleague, Atticus Bell, gave his life to ensure that a source of great power wouldn't fall into the hands of our enemies. For that, we all owe him a debt of gratitude. 
But Bell is only one of the many tragedies. In fact, I learned just this morning that our own captain, Clifford Quinn, was brutally murdered. That's right. This man who stands next to me now is an imposter. I don't know what you're talking. You can end your performance, Mr. Tracer. You two, would you please disarm and subdue the good detective? Of course, sir. As you all know, I am not one for getting my hands dirty. But with scum like this, sometimes violence is the only answer. Of course, I am not an unreasonable man. This individual, this Jack Tracer, will stand trial for his actions. For betraying the Queen mechanization, for the actions leading to the death of Dr. Bell, and for the cold-blooded murder of Clifford Quinn. You're a liar and a madman, McQueen. <laughs> Do you hear him? Do you hear what he calls me? And by extension, you? This man doesn't care about Neon City or this world. He only cares about himself. Did you know he's not even really from this reality? He came here to infiltrate us and undermine the good we mean to do across every reality. He's a thief and a murderer. Take him to the brink. We disembark in ten minutes. Max looked on with a smile on his face that I had seen a hundred times from petty crooks who'd gotten off on a technicality. Somehow he'd been one step ahead of us the entire time. Then I remembered Mr. S. Had this been a trap from the start? Maybe Max had contacted him in an effort to take care of one more loose end before Project Ares began. The Black Jackets escorted me to the brig, and had decided not to be gentle about it. Several times during the trip, they stopped to work my face over. I could feel a few loose teeth ready to abandon their positions. It took me a moment to realize that they were the same black jackets who had escorted me to the assembly. I guess they hadn't liked being made to look like fools. When we arrived in a series of thickly barred cages, my suspicions about Mr. S faded. Sprawled in one cell, visibly beaten, was my one-time foe. Clad in his dirty black suit and sporting his trademark white featureless face, his projector must have been destroyed. You can rot in there with your buddy. I guess I can thank you. I've been promoted to Captain Quinn's position. Lucky you. Shut up. If you as much speak another word, my colleague here has orders to put a hole in your head. Just stay there and shut up. If you're lucky, Max will let you watch as we find your reality and destroy it. How kind of you. That was your one warning shot. You don't get another. Well, this has not gone as planned. Do you want us to get shot? Oh, he won't shoot. Max wants us alive. Fine, but keep it down. I'd rather not have Meeves dropping. So, what went wrong? 
I thought for sure that Max would be unable to detect me on board the airship. It seems he had some sort of security system put in place that can detect the energy signature put out by my projector. So, we were doomed from the start. So it seems. What's that? We're lifting off. No way out now. Max has us. What do you think he'll do? I think he's likely to do exactly what that individual said. Make you watch as your neon city, your whole world, is enslaved by his mind control signal. What about you? I have to assume that Max has some understanding of who... what... I am. He wouldn't risk allowing me out of this reality. He will most likely torture me for information. Which you will happily give up to him. Do you think I wanted this? This outcome doesn't help me in any way, and I find the pain of a physical body excruciating. Not just physical pain, but... Is this about when I saw Beck at the tavern? You noticed that, did you? Yes. It appears that my physical form... Victor's physical form. If that makes you happy, yes. The child Victor's physical form. It seems that it is susceptible to a kind of... Moral pain. It's called a conscience. I know full well what it's called, and it is on its own a torture to me. There is no pain that Max can inflict on me that is more painful than my current existence. The only reprieve will be leaving this reality and regaining control over my powers. And until you do, you're subject to what? Guilt? Yes. Guilt. For everything. Everything? Yes, this body feels the guilt of every action I have carried out over my eons of existence. And yet, you still killed Captain Quinn. And it pained me tremendously to do so. Boo-hoo. All I'm saying is that my desires remain the same. I still wish to help you leave here, and in doing so, help myself. Well, we seem pretty sunk right about now. Well, it's a good thing you've got me then, isn't it? Hello, Jack. Did you miss me? Scarlet? Alive? How did she escape the fiery flames of the dirty dog's destruction? Find out next time on Neon Knights, the Arcane Files of Jack Tracer. Neon Knights, the Arcane Files of Jack Tracer was co-created by Will Snyder and Rachel Craig and is an evil kitten production. Please visit our website, evilkittenproductions.com. The episode Jack's Odyssey is written by Aaron Sarka and directed by Sarah Sarka. Our theme song is done by Daniel Carl with additional music by Kevin McLeod and Dr. Saxlove. Jack Tracer is played by Will Snyder. Mr. S is played by Aaron Sarka. Hakuto is played by Kim Fukawa. Scarlet is played by Rachel Craig. Black Jacket is played by Mike Callahan, and Max McQueen and narration are done by John Patrick Wenzel. Did you know that we have a Patreon? Please head to patreon.com forward slash evil kitten productions. We have tiers and rewards that can fit any budget. Please also like us on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash Neon Knights Podcast. You can also follow us on Twitter at Jack underscore Tracer. And finally, if you enjoyed our show, please give us a rating and a review. We'd love to hear your feedback. Thank you for listening. <laughs>